And I think that that's so wildly exciting. I mean, through the air, out of the ether, we can pull out $10,000, $15,000, $50,000 opportunities. You're closing another one for $26,000 next week. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what we can do by just taking action and just doing that imperfect action. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, Mr. Talk to People, and we've got a great episode for you today. From Hickory, North Carolina, I want to introduce to the Rhino Tribe, Steve Zong. Steve, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Brent. How are you? I am excited. I'm excited because you just closed a $20,000 wholesale deal. That's your eighth deal. You've got another one closing in about a week that's going to be 29000 And I really want to dig in and find out how you found those deals and, and really give everybody listening uh, some encouragement and also really the guide to be able to find these deals themselves. So let's first break down this $20,000 deal. How did you find this deal? So like I said before, most of my deals I've done is just driving for dollars. This one's driving for dollars too. So it was just probably five minutes away from where I'm living now. And I drove by there a lot of times because I drive by there every day. Anyway. So found it. It's been vacant for quite some time now. Found out that it was, you know, in a trust. And the actual owner, the oldest brother, he passed away just not too long ago. So um, I got a hold of the daughter. Well, at first I called, you know, a month. I got this property a year ago, but I couldn't get a hold of nobody until June or see june july roughly around there and then finally got a hold of somebody and you know talked to them they were interested in selling it was it was a big property it was 2300 to 2400 square foot needed a lot of work it had a full basement too a lot of it's a it's a money pit house <laughs> um needed a lot of work finally got a hold of the owner talked to them we negotiated a little bit yeah how, how'd you do that steve because you know that's one of the toughest parts right and it's one of the most frustrating parts, I think, of our business is we see this vacant house, you drive by it, you know this is a perfect potential property, but you just, you try every single phone number, no answer. You knock on the door, nobody's there, it's vacant, obviously. You try to, you know, find the mailing address and reach out to them with a letter or by going to that property and knocking on the door, but nothing's working. How did you finally, after like a year, this property being in your mind, how did you find somebody to have a contact with yeah so after within between that time frame i was like you know i have to get this deal i know this is going to be a deal you know a home run deal no matter what so at first we called just the owner's name the owner that's under the, the property and then it didn't work so we were like you know what let's try calling like a relative you know sure the daughters and all that you know i use this true people that's all i use true people search and it's free so you know that's good and it even shows you the relatives so we we call the relatives and finally got a hold of we call about five relatives and got a hold of one number and it was the daughter and the daughter you know like she knew about the property but she wasn't under the property's name because i guess it was a trust so the property fell under the the next brother the younger brother yeah so 
she gave me her uncle's number, called him, talked to him. Really, really, you know, um, it's simple. He was a simple guy. Simple. He didn't really make it hard or difficult at all. Talk, discussed for probably 10 minutes. He was like, yeah, you know, we're, we're interested in selling. And we talked for price for literally maybe five minutes. And he was, okay, yeah, I'm ready to sell. That's it. And now, was there any was there anything special that you did, Steve? Did you have special things that you said to the daughter to be able to get the phone number, or did you just simply ask for the phone number and she gave it to no, you? No, I simply just asked. I was just like, "Hey, you know, I'm wondering about the property at this address, and would you happen to know anything about it?" She was like, "Oh, um, that's just my my uncle. They own it now, but I can give you my number. They're his number to talk about it, and that's it. <laughs> that's Isn't it. That incredible. Yeah, yeah." That, that was a simple, this one was probably the simplest deal that I've ever done. <laughs> but yeah, finally got it. Do you want me to go talk about the numbers and all that too? Go ahead and talk about that too. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, so, so this property needs a lot of work. It's vacant. It's got a basement. I mean, are we talking it needs $100,000 worth of work? $50,000? Break that down. Yeah, so it needed a lot of work. Um, I got it under contract for, so my numbers were a little bit off, but then for me, I thought the property was the ARV was able to push the 400s because of the area it's in. But, you know, I was off at maybe 40, 50,000, you know, because I'm just pushing it a little bit high just to see if any other buyers would, you know, bite it. But I had four buyers came out and was, the price that I got on a contract for with me and the seller was 120,000. They didn't even negotiate anything. I just gave them an offer of 120,000. They're like, okay. So I was like, okay, man, you know, I knew that I thought this was going to be like a fifty, sixty thousand dollar deal, but then it turns out the property was way too big for for you know, because most most cash buyers they they like to buy the three two three one, you know, and this one was just way too big for most of them. So they came in and offered me a hundred thousand, ninety thousand, eighty thousand, but I was like, you know, I know that there's, there's got to be somebody out there that's going to buy it at my price. So I got it for one twenty. I was shooting it out for one seventy, one eighty at first. And then my buyers came out. They were like, you know, that's too high. It's just too much work too. And it's a big house. So they didn't want to, you know, take on the project. So after two weeks, I found another buyer. She's an agent, but she's an investor. She has buyers too. So we pretty much, it wasn't like a JV. I assigned it to her, but she assigned it to another buyer. So she made a little fee, which I was totally fine with that. And I told her, at first she didn't tell me. I didn't know about it until, you know, two days later before, or two days before closing. But I told her, hey, you know, I don't really care how much you make as long as, you know, we can build this relationship together, you know, connect and all that. So so I told her that. She was like, yeah, that's fine. But whenever I couldn't close a property for 160, I was assigning for 160 to my other, my buyers, they didn't want it. So I went back and negotiated with the seller to drop the price to 110. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. You know, simple and easy. They just said, yes. Uh, that's okay. 110. And then I assign it to the agent that came in and bought it or, you know, helped me out sell it for 130. So you got it for 110. You assigned it for 130. You netted how much? 20,000. Come on. <laughs> 20,000. I love it. Well, first of all, I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. Number one is this whenever a property, whenever you're looking at a property and it needs a lot of work, you have to multiply the square footage by about $40. That's typically the amount that it'll cost per square foot. So when you have a 1,000 square foot house that's destroyed, 
40 grand's a nice budget, but when it's 2,400 square feet, that's when you start getting into these budgets of 100,000. And the bigger the rehab budget is, the more cash an investor has to have to be able to support that budget. So that shrinks down the buyer pool is what Steve's really explaining here. And when you shrink down that buyer pool, you know, less buyers means you, you have less control over the negotiating because there's typically only one or two that is willing to take on that big of risk, especially this year as the market's shifting and really, you know, it's becoming more of a, a buyer's market out there. You really have to play ball with the buyers because they're in control again which is fantastic. So you went out and you were able to get them down a little bit more at 110, sell it for 130, make 20,000 on it. And they went in and they're going to rehab that and make something special. I mean, it's a win-win all the way around. The agent got paid, which is great. Do not be afraid of real estate agents. I'm telling you 80 to 90% of the deals that we sell here in Phoenix go through an agent that gets it to their clients. So real estate agents are critical to have on your team and to build really strong relationships with. So listen to Steve and his story and listen to me and my story, because I'm telling you, real estate agents are a huge, huge, huge benefit to your business. And I think the biggest thing, Steve, that I'm really pulling out of this is um, your perseverance. You could have easily stopped. You could have easily forgot about that property. You could have easily gotten distracted, but you knew that there was something there. And I think everybody listening and or watching this has seen that property that we passed time and time and time again. We just say, if I could just talk to the property owner, I know that something special can happen. And you you made it happen. And I think that that's so powerful because it's real life and you can go out there and you can find other ways to get in contact with the actual owners and just persevere, persevere, persevere. Because the fact is the deal of a lifetime comes around about once a week. That's an old school Dolph the Roos comment there. And I absolutely believe it. But you have to keep grinding. You have to keep charging forward like a rhinoceros and getting in, in, in touch with that property owner. And I love this because, Steve, it's not like you're doing this. You have all day, every day to do this. You also run a restaurant. I mean, you're doing this business and you're doing these eight deals and you were full-time for a little bit and then you went to go help out your family with the restaurant and that's fantastic. But I mean, talk to me about the balance that you have between, you know, working at the restaurant, which is, I mean, that is a very, 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 you know, structured and very intense amount of time that you have to put into that and you still are committed to your real estate business. So for everybody out there that's kind of working both sides of doing a full-time job and working this part-time how do you balance it yeah so um i work probably 40 45 hours a week and five days a week we open tuesday through saturday so the only time i really have doing thing is sunday and monday and sundays you know i usually try to do some but i don't do it as much but then monday are the you know the days you know i do at least three to four maybe four or five hours a day try to get you know as much as i can done because like i said i, I only have two days to do something i work Pretty much 11 in the morning until 8.30 at night. Pretty much the whole day. I can't really do anything much. I do have a two-hour break from 3 to 5, but that, that two-hour break, I usually come home and eat with my with my girlfriend and all that. So by the time I get done eating and all that, I don't have maybe 30 minutes left or like 40, 45 minutes left to do you know a little bit of work. I try to do at least one or two calls during that time, that break. But, you know, if I can't, I was like, it's OK, I'll just, you know, work harder on Sunday and Monday. <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's pretty much my my time, my schedule throughout the whole week, 45 hours a week. Yeah, but don't don't you want rest, Steve? Don't you want the days off where you could just kick a 
pick your feet up and just relax. I mean, why not just do that? Why even why even put more onto your plate while you have a full time job? Yeah, I mean, of course, I want I want to rest <laughs> every day. I just I'm just like you know, I I don't want I don't know if I could do this anymore. But then at the end of the day, I'm just like you know, I have to do this because my background. I have a big family, but then my parents, my dad was the only one that uh, worked and provided for us. So I want to be able to provide for them back too, for my whole family especially. You know, and I can't stop here. Can't rest here. You know, I've seen a quote. You know, you can you can rest when you're dead. <laughs> so so yeah. So I can't rest yet. You know, I'm still young. I got a long long life left. So gotta gotta hustle, grind, and uh, keep it going. Keep the momentum going and all that. So just I just can't stop. What do you What do you do for mindset, Steve? I mean, how do you keep a positive, optimistic mindset? You know, as you're going in, you have Sunday and Monday to work on this business and you're working all day in this business, following up with your leads, going on appointments, selling your deals, all of that. Do you do something specific for your mindset that really, you know, helps to keep you really moving forward and keep building the momentum in your business? Yeah, um, I, I try to read sometimes, um, but I sometimes I'm, I just get off track from reading. <laughs> But if not, whenever I'm feeling like, you know, lazy or something or like I don't feel like doing anything, I listen to your uh, podcast and all that and mainly podcasts and, and, you know, inspirational stuff, especially from you. You have such like a, a that energy from you, you know, whenever I listen to you, it always gets the energy just rubs off of me, too. You know, it just pushes me more to to want to do better and be better, you know, mainly your podcast, YouTube channels and all that. Whenever I'm feeling like I said, just don't feel like doing anything. You know, I just hop on YouTube, listen to your podcast, listen to you talk and all that. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Well, it's the most exciting business. Yeah. I mean, look at look at what we just broke down in the front part of this of this conversation and this podcast. You went to truepeoplesearch.com, which is a free website. You went and put in the address, you found all the phone numbers, you called through all of them, no answer, no answer, disconnected, nobody's talking to you, wrong number. And then you find the one, you pull on the one thread there, that one conversation with the daughter, and you're able to find out that the oldest brother owns it, and you're able to get this deal for $20,000. And this is you sitting at your house with your phone, right? This didn't cost you anything, by the way. Driving for dollars is free. Anybody could go out there and drive for dollars. True People Search is a free resource. Now, it's not going to be the most accurate. You know, There's other resources that you can use to get more accurate phone numbers. But if you're just getting started and you're just trying to find you know, the relatives of the property owner, it's a great resource. And then you just called up and all of a sudden you have a $20,000 profit. Not only that, but you have the experience of speaking with several different buyers, understanding what they're buying, understanding what their budgets are for rehab. I mean, all of this because you're being proactive and you're just picking up the phone. You're not being scared to dial a few numbers and talk to strangers. And I think that that's so wildly exciting. I mean, through the air, out of the ether, we can pull out $10,000, $15,000, $50,000 opportunities. You're closing another one for $26,000 next week. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what we can do by just taking action and just doing that imperfect action. You know what I mean? Massive imperfect action all the times that we have. And maybe we have other responsibilities. Maybe we have a congested schedule that we can't do this full time right now. But the times that we can, having the energy to be able to do that, it will work. It works every time. It's just the amount of calls that you make and the amount of conversations that you have, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, honestly, I, I think every week I don't even do that much phone calling. Maybe about, I probably call about 30, maybe to 50 numbers or people. 
but then you know each each person i don't don't just stop from just calling their numbers i call the relative and the relative number so that's it adds up you know it takes up time too and especially i'm doing um i'm dialing by hand still so it, it's definitely a lot of time but you know you got to put in the work just have to put in the yeah, work. But Steve, so many people won't even make one call, let alone 30 to 50 <laughs> calls every single week, brother. You're so powerful. It's, it's incredible to have you on here and having this conversation because it gives people like, listen, you don't have to know everything about real estate. All you have to do is pick up the phone and start taking action. And you could start really building up a pipeline of opportunities that you never would have had before if you just stay in your shell and don't have the courage to go out and take action. And you've done it. I applaud you for it. And I think that it's incredible. How did you find out about this? How did you find out about real estate investing, wholesaling? Like what's the background there? Um, So wholesaling, I found out from my, my brother. He was wholesaling back in 2019. I started wholesaling in 2019 already. It was early 2019, and he was showing these big checks, twenty, forty thousand, because he's he's based out in California. So you know, he was showing those checks on Facebook, you know, Instagram. I'm just like, man, I gotta know what he's doing. So I messaged him, and he was like, yeah, I'm I'm in real estate. You know, I was like, what are you doing? You know, are you an agent or something? He's like, no, it's they're it's called wholesaling, wholesaling. You know, and then I I was just like wholesaling. Hmm. You know, I don't know if that's legit or not, but then. I was just kind of, I brushed it off, you know, two weeks later, he showed another $40,000 check. So I'm just like, man, I, I got to get in on this. So I talked to him, messaged him, talked to him for, you know, he gave me all the information for, for about a week. He told me to come go watch Max Maxwell, King Kong, um, watched, watched them for about, I'd say maybe a month and took, you know, finally took action, went out, uh, went out probably, I closed my first deal within three months, $5,000 deal, but but, you know, it, it showed me that it's, it's, it's proof, you know, it's real. Pretty much a start from my, my brother. But not just that. My dad, he was back in like 2010, 2008. He, he was into, um, he was a, a buy and hold. You know, he bought, he bought, he had about six, seven properties. But then he never really stuck with them because I think it's just, it was just himself taking care of all those properties. So, sure. so it was just too tough for him. But then, yeah, my dad, he was in it, uh, real estate. But he got out of it and now, you know, pretty much got in with my brother from wholesaling. And then, you know, here I am <laughs> wholesaling. Here you are. I, I mean, absolutely incredible. And what, what do you see the next, you know, year in your business? Do you see yourself getting to the point where you're going to go into this full time and really be able to, you know, have a normal schedule in it? Like, what's the plan over the next six months for you? Yeah, um, definitely full time. I think my I'm already planning ahead. Um. By the, by the end of this year, I want to go full-time, at least full-time. And, you know, my goal for this year, just for this year, is to break 100000 <laughs> So I'm halfway there already. Hopefully we can do that. But then by the next year, six months, definitely full-time. Um, maybe, I don't know, we'll see what happens. I'm thinking about maybe getting one co-caller, but we'll see what happens in the next six, seven months. So so I don't have to do it myself. But, but yeah, definitely. Well, I can't, yeah, I can't imagine you going full-time with a phone dialer and you know thousands of leads going you know three hours a day it's gonna your business is gonna explode uh -huh. yeah yeah i mean not just not just that but my my girl you know the reason why i think i got all this these deals done is mainly i probably say mainly because of my girlfriend you know she's home and i'm at work while she's home she helps me a lot she's the one who goes in and uh look for the phone numbers like all the relatives phone number and i'll just come in and just do the call but she, she was just probably the one who was like, hey, you know, I'm going to do all this. You just 
call the phone numbers. That's it. But yet, the only reason why I probably got these two deals is probably because of her. <laughs> she went and dug that's up. That's awesome. Yeah, she dug up all what she can through the family family tree and the relatives and all that, the phone numbers. So, but yeah. Well, speak, speak to people that are just getting started in this. What do you think their first like real action steps should be as they're going out there. This is like a scary thing, right? It's you're starting and you're, you understand, okay, if I find some ugly houses, then there's some potential there. Give them, you know, some action steps to go out and take that they can implement right now after listening to this. I would say just, you know, listen to this and then, you know, start to take action. You know, I mean, you can definitely take a one or two lead just to, to, you know, learn the process or understand it a little bit, but you won't ever really know how to do it unless you really go out and do it yourself. Just watching YouTube, you know, of course, you can take all that information in, but if you don't take action, you're definitely not going to, you know, get anything done at all. So, you know, definitely just go out and just call people, talk to people, especially, you know, you know, do whatever you can, you know, talk to people, go out and take action. You know, I know that, what is it? Analysis paralysis. A lot of people have, that. <laughs> um, I was like that for a bit too, but then, you know, um, you got to get out of that comfort zone, you know, just get out there and, and talk to people. That's pretty much it. Love it. Steve, how, how can people get a hold of you? How can they connect with you? Maybe they're in North Carolina or maybe they just want to say congratulations and, and give you some love. How can people reach out to you? I don't really get on social media as much, but I do have an Instagram. Uh, my, my Instagram is Steve underscore FTW. So yeah, that's my Instagram. And then um, you can probably reach me there because I'm barely on social media. I'm not, I don't get on as much. I just get off just to talk to friends, but that's about it. <laughs> I love but, it. Send them a DM, everybody. Yes. Everybody watching, send them some love, uh, and we'll have that in the show notes. So, uh, Steve, I am excited that you are closing another deal next week, and you're really building momentum in your business, and I'm excited for you to go full time in it. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. Thank, thank you so much, Brent. I, well, I remember texting you about, I think whenever I first joined the the TTP program on my your your podcast, <laughs> and here I am, six months later. I'm here. I'm, you are here. I am. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's everything is it's it's true. It's proofs. Just you know, just go out and take action. But but yeah, thank you so much, Brent. I appreciate it. Thank you for being on here. And you know what? You remind me of a quote, uh, Steve. That uh, I think it's Jim Rohn that I said. You know, it's not what you get out of a podcast or a book or a, a YouTube video. It's what it gets out of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that's really the message of this podcast is go out there and just take some action. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't just listen to the education's fantastic, but education can it can be a slippery slope mm -hmm. into distraction. Yeah, yeah. And between uh, doubt, disappointment, and distraction, the three Ds that really plague our business, uh, education can be one of those. So uh, like Steve was saying, go in, get comfortable, You know, spend a week, two to understand what the process is, and then go out there and take the action. Yeah. That's the most important mm -hmm. part of it. What is this podcast going to get out of you? I absolutely mm -hmm. love it. And if you're interested... In joining the most proactive community in real estate investing, it is the Rhino Tribe. Go to wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com. Check out what it's all about. Check out all the testimonials. Check out what the mentorship is, what, what is all involved in that. And if it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call, and I look forward to working with you personally. And that's it. As always, I sign off on these podcasts, encouraging you to go out there and talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. See ya. 
That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.